I just asked you not to do this. You can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. Can we or can we not swear? Yes, I'm not changing any rules. Big fat load of cum then. I'm just asking you to use a little bit more judgment when you talk. I don't know what is going on, but somewhere our wires got crossed. You're saying we're allowed to swear. I'm saying big fat load of cum and horse cock and you're getting mad. Do you see where I'm like, Hi right, everybody, welcome in. We're Matt and Bob. We're here to pod. We're gonna be talking about Tim Robinson's new sketch comedy show on Netflix. I think you should leave. You're listening to the Analysis. Bob, I'm so glad I caught you because I thought now was the time that you go and buy your Halloween stuff. Not the time I'm supposed to buy my Halloween stuff. What am I not supposed to buy my Halloween stuff? Really? Really? <laughs> cut the music out hard, Hayes. Cut it out hard. Hard! I want you to cut it out hard! <laughs> uh, yeah, so you got high and watched season two of uh, I Think You Should Leave. Great 15-minute episodes. There's six of them. It's a great laugh. How, how was your experience watching it? Not here to get a laugh. <laughs> I'm not here to make anyone's worst day of their podcast but do any of these fuckers ever bust through the wall and have a huge cum shot uh, uh maybe some donkey dick <laughs> yeah. big fat load of cum big Man. fat load of cum so i think you you already teased this so certain activities are legal here in illinois and you know i'm not a big uh, sodomy i'm not a yeah <laughs> I'm not a big uh, legal guy, but I got super legal last weekend and had myself a gummy and basically just gut busted laughing for two straight hours. <laughs> this was this is one. It's almost like a bag of Cheetos. Like you don't just have one Cheeto. You sit and you finish whatever container of Cheetos that you're having. It's a it's a Pat Oswalt. Once you pop, the fun don't stop. Yeah, yeah. Pat Oswalt said it could be a barrel of Cheetos. Like once I start, it's gonna be finished. And so this is very similar where once I got an episode in, I was like, there's no way that this isn't just the whole evening that we're having. And later on reflection, once I sobered up from being legal, I was talking to my girlfriend and she had a great point where she was like, it was nice to just sit and watch comedy that doesn't have an ulterior motive or double meanings. She was like, that was just two hours of wackiness. And it, to me, it's the best sketch on television. And you know, I'm king of hyperbole. So ring the hyperbole bell, but it's just, I love how, original these sketches are while also being totally bizarre in some ways thoughtful but not thoughtful like this is supposed to change the world with its importance and i just like that blend that he's able to come up with and and the sketches are just so fun and hit my sense of humor what did you think here yeah i uh i love the first the first episode because it's got three bangers right in a row yeah um the you can't move lunch the, you can't um, move lunch. Whose the, the bag corn... is that? Because I almost tripped over it. <laughs> the corn cob TV coffin flop, which was 
<laughs> Which was probably I, the the hardest I laughed the whole show, and then you go right into the um, the haunted house tour. So like well, three they right had the in buff a row. Boys, the little baby buff boys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because like Sam Richardson was his best friend, or uh, he pops up at once a series to just host these bizarre talent shows it was the same in season <laughs> one talent shows yeah who's the hottest baby was the season one i think yeah um i th- overall i think i had more fun with season one but they're both they're both great you know what i mean like um oh, like i'm thinking of will forte the the guy who gets his right. revenge on the baby yeah <laughs> trying to get revenge on the baby that ruined his flight 30 years yeah. ago so he was too tired to laugh at the guards and make the guards think he was funny he's too tired to be funny <laughs> which me and you are constantly too tired to be funny yeah yeah exactly um no it's super solid i what's funny is that how you mentioned that it's not supposed to be political at all but the reason this kind of found a cult following during the pandemic was that do you remember in, in season one <laughs> the this hot dog cart crashes guys, yeah he's like hey, hey who, who we gotta who find out this? who did this and that became like a Ted Cruz thing where it's like these people are like, we got to find out who stormed the Capitol. And they're like, it was you, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's your people. So yeah. it became a meme. I don't know if you're aware of that. I, I wasn't. I had to look it up. But um, I guess people found it after the fact because I, I am curious who who's watching this. I know it's front and center on Netflix for a minute uh, before some other crap comes on too hot to handle or whatever the algorithm sends you. But. Yeah, I mean, it, just just silly, hilarious comedy that has no ulterior motive and isn't trying to like like make fun of the news and thus is no longer funny because the news is so depressing. Yeah, um, but it's not SNL funny. And and me and you read a Vulture article that talked about his short stint at SNL and how he basically started to second guess himself as a comedian and and only wanted to write because the setup of that show when he was starting to feel that his comedy wasn't working or wasn't finding the audience because for the the setup of that show a lot of these sketches wouldn't work and I even watched him on a Seth Meyers interview and Seth obviously knew him at their time at SNL and he said, I remember these sketches. I remember you walking these sketches out and it's it's great that they've found a home on Netflix. And so I thought yeah. that was interesting as well. So it's they're bizarre, but not like the way that SNL safely tries to be bizarre. They're well, just purely bizarre. Well, SNL had that like you know, one one to one thirty a.m. slot where they would slide in the uh, the NBA basketball theme song yeah. with Dave lyrics. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball, then I'm gonna dunk it. Yeah, it's a lyrics first song, but <laughs> but but then there was like, who stole my potato chip? Yeah, you know, the the, um, the Will Forte stuff. Yeah, the Will Forte stuff, which could have been, I think. Obviously, Will Forte came on this show because I think those two guys could have worked well together and could have been, you know, uh, Tim Robinson. Maybe Tim Robinson had a hand in writing those sketches, actually. I don't really know. Who knows? But those line up. But I think for me, because it's season two, you start to worry about patterns. So, for example, you're already starting to see, like, the guy clearly loves hot dog comedy. You've got the hot yep. dog guy sketch in season <laughs> one. You've got – they lead off with a yeah. foot-long hot dog bit here. He clearly loves dead bodies or just in general, like, the big blue ass falling out of piece of shit wood. 
He there's there's spread blue cheeks or whatever. Yeah, spread blue cheeks. <laughs> um, so he he loves he loves small wounds on hands, right? Yeah. Because Will Forte's got the the rat bit him and he's got a small scab at his hand. But then the the Dan Flash's t-shirt or the Dan Flash's shirt bit, he's got a small hand wound from his fights oh, at Dan Flash's. That. So oh, you start to see. Yeah, well, he's on the couch. Uh, in the Dan Flashes sketch, which I think will become one of the most talked about ones over time here, uh, because he he spent all of his money for lunch and dinner on per, on a, all of his per diem on Dan Flash's shirts. So that's why he has to lay down because he's so physically exhausted. Dan, <laughs> which is such a stupid name. Well, yeah, yeah, the Dan Flashes. I mean, I wonder if there's an actual store that was inspired by that, where like the price. The prices of the shirt went up depending on how often the patterns crossed <laughs> each other. I mean, they're complicated patterns. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in that Vulture article, it's like, oh, you, you, you get the, the name of the show. Like, all of his characters are the guy that you want to say, I think you should leave. Yeah. Because it's just like this this weird guy. But the best thing is that, like, he has a really strong point of view, but he's not trying to force it on you. He just doesn't understand why you don't agree. Yeah, he's he's confused as to why he's not trying to force his perspective on anyone. He's just confused why we're not making a connection. Like and the calico cuts bit. Oh, the calico, calico cuts bit. That is an ultimate. I think you should leave bit just because it keeps progressing. It's because every now and again he'll have these long play bits that just keep. It's just it's like a the Russian doll, right? They just keeps getting yeah, exactly. uh, more and more specific and weirder and weirder. But to the the idea that there is a built in website in case you stain your pants to say, No, I didn't piss on my pants. <laughs> this is the style. Here, look. And that you have to keep donating to, to this <laughs> To keep vagabond. the website going. <laughs> you gotta give. It's so strange. Uh, and then uh, our friend Greg Ott's boy is uh, is the the, the, the other Michael guy Patrick that, so. O'Brien, yeah, yeah, who is a writer on SNL for a while and, and did one of the funniest things I've ever seen on, on the S, uh, Second City stage in Chicago because these guys all came through Chicago when when I was when you know we were living together. Yeah, it was um, Tim Robinson, Sam Richardson. They were on the main stage, and uh, and that guy you just mentioned, he had this great bit. He was like he was a one man show. But he started off by doing like, if like a giraffe was doing stand up, and how he just kept talking about uh, Nordic tracks. <laughs> it's so strange, but hilarious. Anyway, yeah. But that's there. I love that they've kind of found each other, and that's. I mean, they they all came up through Second City. I mean, well, yeah, Tim and, and, and Tim and Sam through Detroit Second City, and they were both coached by Keegan Michael Key. You know, and, and coached by Keegan Michael Key, yeah, in uh, Detroit, and then moved out to Novi. Um, which was kind of a bummer, but uh, it was cool to have because the Detroit Second City was just off of the main drag for like almost essentially. It's right by Hockey from... Town. It was it shared yeah. a building with Hockey Town Casino, that's right? Or Hockey Town Cafe, excuse me. And I think that's I, that's part of me, part of my over giddiness or overjoy with this sketch is because it really is that moment where you found a band that wasn't popular, and then all of a sudden it's become. A little more mainstream and the fact that we watched tim and, and sam back in the day and we're, we're big fans even of like cook county social club at improv olympic yeah. and stuff like that and so to watch that comedy now 
getting a budget and finding an audience on Netflix and being memeable and you can pass somebody in the office and, and they know I think you should leave sketches. I think one of I think my office Halloween costume this year is going to be the guy with Dan the fedora shirt. Uh, I wish. Or maybe I'll wear a, a Dan Flash's shirt Dan with a Flash's fedora shirt. hat with the safari flaps on safari the side. Safari flaps. <laughs> that I think that's my favorite sketch of this season is the guy, the courtroom the insider trading manifest. Don't do the voice. <laughs> don't, don't do the voice. Don't do the voice. <laughs> that one was, was that your favorite bit? I was laughing so hard. I think that's when really my legal started to kick in. I got super, I was super legal at that point. Uh-huh. And I was just full silly. Like they, it, it had like, my silly bone had already been rung and that sketch came on and just the dice and the fact that you can't get grease on this hat. Like the line, <laughs> you can't get grease on this hat when he's yelling at the guy for over-greasing his wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just, that's exactly what I needed, man. Yeah, it was awesome. There was there was at least one really solid uh, bit on every of these 50-minute episodes. Um, I, 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 di- I didn't like when, it, when Tim wasn't in the sketches at all. I think, yeah. I, I don't think the supporting cast really came up on this one. I could do you one more because you had mentioned earlier that the title of the show is I Think You Should Leave and there's always a featured character who at the end of the sketch, whether it's a hard out or not, people are basically going to ask them to, to leave. And I don't like it when other characters are, or other actors are the bizarre character. For example, yeah. Odenkirk. Like, I thought Odenkirk was good and I liked that sketch, but... I always prefer it that Tim is the one that is totally out of his mind and the rest of the crowd is yelling at him. Like when Odenkirk was the weird ice cream guy and he had triples of cars and he just he just keeps talking about I've his... I've got a... Tri- oh, 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 that, that deal went through. So no. now I have triples of the Barracuda. Triples of the Nova. <laughs> triples of the Roadster. Because if I don't have triples, then all that other stuff isn't true either. So he's got to continue. Yeah, I mean, Odenkirk is is such a man. I think he 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 carried that a little bit. But then you're talking about like uh, his professor stealing his food. This, yeah, this the guy's weird... like, I'm just I'm just joking. Yeah, like... the this non actor guy. Uh, yeah, I think and Tim's they, the one they... like awkwardly eating fries, and I was just like, I, it would be funnier if Tim was trying to steal the burger. But yeah, but it, I don't know. He he does, he plays a straight man pretty well as well. So it, it, case in point, the Will Forte sketch with the crazy guy uh yeah in, in, on the airplane the rat bit I, me. <laughs> uh but i'm talking about like if tim's not involved whatsoever like so the, like the sharks the, the shark the shark thing tank. with the chick I mean, yeah. what the hell is was that um no there, there's there's probably like I, I would say just over half of every episode is, is like really strong mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i love that people have found this and oh uh because i also wanted to because this was kind of born out of people watching the comedians, right? That, Such a uh, good episode. Which, but but Tim's stuff was far and away the best, the right? Best, like yes. uh, he had he had two, and the one I'm thinking of first is the one where he's like trying to use the the restroom in the, the paint gun job. store, yeah, the, the paint, paint job, job. <laughs> and then also the casino. Yeah, hit. yeah, Johnny and, Luck. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Luck, and he loses all his luck, and then he, <laughs> he's got to go blow himself in the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, and I think I think you, uh, what uh, the Lonely Island guys, Akiva, Yorman Akiva, saw that and was like, "Let's produce something." Is that kind of how this took off? Like, yeah, the Lonely Island crew directs it, I believe, or is like okay. one of the core directors, and then uh, Kanan, the the writer, is the other. Uh, he's he was a writer on SNL, so just a lot of people that would dick around in the writers' rooms at SNL are now basically working on this show and a few other things but yeah did you uh are you kind of bugged? i mean do you feel like detroiters got a bad shake i i don't know if i watched the final second season actually but that that's tim robinson and and uh sam richardson sam richardson um doing uh kind of you know working out of detroit and, and as like a kind of up-and-coming yeah it's, what, like local news it's, or no it's kind commercial. of like the way to explain it would be i think you should leave meets workaholics but yeah a little more subdued and sitcom-y so like you probably think that show would be insane but it's a little more premise based i guess yeah and that that cut, uh, got abruptly cut i think because comedy central was going through a change in management or something like that and i just got they were basically was... just failing and no one was watching comedy yeah yeah no, but th- this is a welcome reprieve. I uh, I don't know how much of stuff like this is out there. It's all like you know your your John Stewart, your John Oliver's, your you know your late night guys, which I've never been into. Um, well, comedy's struggling, man. In general, yeah. you you never see comedies being produced in a feature film setting. That just seems like it. We're so far removed from a big summer event being Austin Powers three and. Adam yeah. Sandler in this and a Jim Carrey movie and the mixed in with all this action was okay. Big, how about this? Adam big com- yeah, Adam Adam <laughs> Sandler is going to the dogs, but it's and it, I just think in general everyone is the production companies are afraid to invest in comedy because people are so sensitive and it's like will this age poorly before it even comes out like shit yeah exactly and so. But this is, this has no agenda. It has no ulterior motives. It just wants to let you get legal and, and giggle. And I just, I've, I've been missing it so much, and I haven't been connecting as much with the SNL writing. So I, I just, I've, I obviously really appreciate it. Yeah, honestly, I can't think of a good example of what else is out there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on HBO, right? Like, uh, what is it? Uh, the guy that delivers weed to people and there's you know there's oh my god there's a lot of like female comedians with shows um i can't there's not like much sketch out there but i mean i i mean silicon valley is kind of uh i don't know if that's over yet or not i think, I think it's it. done yeah yeah that, that tom middle that tom middle ditch is he has his own sketch or he has his own sitcom now yeah 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 so, so that must be that must that must have seen his last episode um uh Big Mouth, I guess, is the only other thing I, I look forward yeah. to, and then, yeah. and then Rick and Morty. So, any other sketches that jumped out to you that you really liked? I, I ended up really liking the "I'm a big piece of shit, sloppy steaks, slip back hair" sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I I I didn't like that one until we got to see him in his past life eating a sloppy steak. <laughs> the baby looking in. Let's his slop him up. <laughs> slop him up. Like sloppy steak, like pouring, but you can water over a steak over a sizzling steak, and they get real sloppy, and they are delicious. 
You gotta try to eat as much as you can before they grab it from you. Before they take it away. Uh, and how slick back, he's like, this is not slick back. This is pushed back. Very different yeah. from slick back. White bathing suit, sloppy steaks, piece of shit. Uh, I just feel like that him at like a, a party embarrassing people he knows is just happens so often. I, I much prefer it now when he's like either it's in a workplace or he's being embarrassed by str- like he's embarrassed around strangers. Yeah. As opposed to like him being awkward around at a at a party. Well, like what's the other one where um is this season one where uh where, I can't I can't remember him anymore because I watched him all back to back. But he puts on the uh, Blues Brothers routine and he's dancing. That That's dog this is season. Bar- yeah, oh, the yeah, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just he's in tears by the end of it because you know it's like failing. But yeah, just, <laughs> the dog's more- <laughs> crazier and crazier. <laughs> yeah, that one was good though. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of and you're starting to see the patterns and I don't think it's old yet and maybe it's because at this point I feel like a super fan, but. Yeah, you're seeing a lot of awkward party things, office shenanigans during a meeting. Like, it's always during a meeting, you know, mm-hmm. where, whether it's the, the whoopee cushion meeting or now we're in a, a meeting and he's trying to eat a hot dog during lunch because they pushed his lunch. Just different different things that you see come up. Or like when the boss leaves the meeting and everyone just like starts imagining that they're at the beach. <laughs> so then... stupid. Oh, yeah, the, the fucking surfboard. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Comes way Here comes a big fucking wave. Uh, yeah, that that one. The the outros were are always odd, but I yeah. do like the way that they end the episodes. Like they they find creative ways to kind of fade out and leave you with kind of a hum after an episode. For example, episode one ends with the ghost sketch, and then he walks out and gets into his mother's car, and they mm-hmm. do a close up of these trinkets or little jesus trinkets and he just very sadly like gets into his mom's car and they just kind of fade away out of that scene and that's the end of the fucking episode it's like yeah. oh, it's kind of an interesting way to end it you know yeah no i like that one for uh for sure i mean it's just like and sometimes they'll just cut it it's just an abrupt like all right on to the next there's yeah like the, the worst part about snl is that they don't know how to end their sketches um but this one this one doesn't even bother with that most yeah. of the time yeah, you're like, just uh, you're almost just passing through, and when you're done yeah. passing through, it just cuts. I, I think a great example of that was the sketch with the prank show, and it gets so. And that was another oh, thing. Oh god, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was like one of the. the I got episodes. too much fucking shit on. That was it. That was in episode one as well. So episode one had hot dog, coffin, prank show, buff boys, and then the ghost. I mean, yeah, that's, really if you're not solid. on by then, then you're not going to be on for the rest of the show. You know, so yeah. they just give it to you. But he, he, he gets I'm too so much. I'm so hot. <laughs> I'm ripping off the fucking head. And then he gets to the point where he's depressive and he wants to kill himself. <laughs> yeah. And then they just cut it though. He's like, "Well, what's the fucking show then?" And then they just yeah. cut it. You know. God, Ooh, that was still like ice tray. <laughs> what? what was so funny about that is like, because I mean, you know, that's obviously <laughs> paying homage to what the famous Eddie Murphy sketch, right, where he goes in white face. And- you know the the man on town or mm-hmm. or 
yeah, obviously any but, like the prank yeah, shows. Prank like, shows yeah, prank shows, yeah. Practical punk. jokers or punks. But what was so funny is like how bad it looks. It looks like, so bad. <laughs> they put them in way too much shit. Like no one would ever believe it. Like, <laughs> no one would ever. This guy in a mask. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Shit on. I can't breathe. I got too much shit on. <laughs> That one, dude. You... That one wrecked me. How how quickly he became suicidal in his suit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a really strong first episode, and then I think it has holes after that. But um, there's 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 at least one really good one in each episode. Yeah, uh, and they're only 15 minutes long. So no, I think it's great. Um, it was it was super fun, and it's nice to take a break from those one hour dramas, you know. And yeah, get weird for an afternoon or an evening get legal and then get weird it's a, it's a perfect show to get legal to and i i i think i i've watched it twice marijuana. exactly i watched it twice and like season one my perspective changes and my favorite sketches change over time so season one my favorite sketch to start was will forte and the baby on the plane and <clears> then as we and then Today, if you asked me, my favorite sketch was him on that date asking the girl not to eat all the fully loaded nachos. And they're like, what? <laughs> I was trying. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. We're can't eat the all the elaborate nachos. Yeah, we don't allow you to eat all the nachos. <laughs> like, the, he got the manager over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that one <laughs> or the, the chunky sketch. Like, like I would... Chunky sketch was not on my radar when we first watched it. So my first instinct is obviously the ghost sketch that just is directly I'm the target audience for that. Just a guy who is really excited to swear but is really bad at swearing. <laughs> he just keeps <laughs> fucking up everyone's good time. But like as, as the more I watch it, I'm like, okay, this hat sketch is really fucking funny and like why is he really into dice? And then the <laughs> he's got these die and like this like scene and so i don't know i'm by the end of this by the time we talk next year i my favorite sketch might be something totally different you know yeah yeah the uh the skipping lunch sketch mm-hmm. um yeah well cool i mean can't recommend it enough it's uh it's super silly it's fun it's weird it's uh detroit meets second city uh in, um sketch comedy uh snl cast offs um yeah, no, it's great. I, I'm super happy for this guy. It's a super hardworking, genuine dude that's just making a weird show that uh, hopefully a lot of people are into. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on, Hayes. Let's go get legal. Yeah, I'm down. Well, I've got some gummies here. All right, buddy. Well, thank you for coming in, everybody, and listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Give us a review. Write a review. Wash your hands. Stay safe. And we'll see you down the road. road. Bye. Bye.